Welcome to Art Countability. This is episode one. We recorded this conversation in April 2020. You're going to hear me talking about my artwork today. If you want to see it before you hear us talk about it, follow the links in the comments below. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what sticks from the conversation, what stays with you, what makes you think, what makes you feel. You can comment, you can send us messages and you'll see that on our social media we turn those comments into little posters and share them back out to our audience. So get in touch, we're, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, Twitter, you can comment on the YouTube. We will see you there and thank you for being here. This is Art Countability. Well, so today we're um, going to talk about one of your works, video performance titled Reclamation Projects. But I, I remember thinking, oh, this is dance. I labeled it as dance, and it was, I think, one of the first times I saw you dance. <laughs> but um, that's just what I thought. Could you tell us, um, uh, yeah, just speak speak to this, um, to, to Reclamation Projects. I was I was getting ready just now for the interview and then I realized that I hadn't watched that video for ages so I, thought oh, I just oh. watched it and then I was uh, nostalgic wanting to be making movement like that this all ties into history right because I'm a, I'm at Katie Duck's workshop we spent three days moving through stages of movement that you develop as a human when you're a baby and then a teenager etc this is a very like um, strange process to put your body through because you kind of you get you you have quite a physical reaction. So I was nauseous, really nauseous after the first day, and then uh, but but during that workshop, that whole question about dance came up because I turned up to the workshop having written to them saying I have absolutely no expertise in any sort of movement apart from what I do privately. Mm -hmm. um uh but I'm interested in I've been trying to recover my walk for I've been focused on walking and recovering my walking and standing up straight so and then in that kind of nonchalant way that experts do they uh Katie wrote back to say oh yeah it's open to everybody um when in fact the reality was that it there weren't lots of people there who had never done anything it was full of quite expert people, which I didn't know when I first got there. So then in in the first day or so, I was quite free. And then I saw myself beginning to sort of become inhibited in the, in the, in the days after, because although it was all about freedom of movement, it was also about freedom of movement within a certain paradigm. A couple of times where I moved how I wanted to move, and then I began to see myself copying how other people were moving. There were times where we had to work with other people um, there was this one time where Katie was talking about talking to the person I was working with about how to touch me, and basically kind of saying this body here is full of um, like trauma. So how you touch it, you have to be quite careful with it, otherwise it's just gonna <laughs> like uh, spin off. So I was working with all of that by going in the workshop. I was overcoming quite a lot of my own rigidities in in thought and also. I'd been raised in a culture where people really derided stuff like that. I could run a script about how insane the whole thing was and frightening and self-indulgent. 
various things like this. So the act of moving my body is already controversial. And then that that particular form of physical expression and physical art was controversial. So I was liberated by going there. But then I found myself caught in a different sort of institution, you know. So, yeah, we know this story. This story happened a few times last year. I am nodding and smiling. Yep. Yeah, and it was part of this, like, duo. Well, well there was an on, a bigger story where I turned up at theatre and it kind of gone like that as well, with this, like, liberation and then this understanding that people were professing liberation but they only meant liberation from some ideas that you didn't hold anyway a lot of people in the movement workshop were dancers so they were being liberated out of narrow ideas that they'd been given but because I didn't share that background there's no liberation so it, yeah it just feels like a different structure yeah so reclamation projects came about um yeah with 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 the out of that process of um movement and really wanting to to allow and say something about awkwardness um which is also what came out of the theater workshop because part of the general art practice that I do is to do with not making things perfect then awkwardness is kind of related to that in the body and also like uh the physical imperfections of the body i wanted to do something with that which i'd been playing around with in in images as well to sort of use wrinkles and snot and body hair and and things that had been removed from acceptability along the line i don't know if that's dance because to me like dance is all to do with the opposite of those things you know it's to do with um gracefulness or something but i remember I watched a performance by a video. Uh, 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 I'm not going to remember her name. She's an American dancer and movement person uh, who may be in in her seventies now. And Harpin Hannah um, Hannah Harpin, I think, is her name. I I, I know her very well, actually. And well, I'm sure you know. must have told me about her. So I, yeah, I remember watching her her work and uh, thinking about the the consciousness of movement. So maybe dance isn't to do with gracefulness and and etc., but it's to do with consciousness of movement. Yeah, I don't think it has to do with uh, with with uh, gracefulness, but that's my no. that's my uh... yeah. So that that's that's some of what is how it's related to dance um in the in the work um i started off with uh the uh drawing drawing around my body so that's how it was a um that's what makes the image at the back is uh um, crayon like like tracing around my body uh and then just moving and tracing and moving and tracing so it became like a mm, I began to feel like I was doing something with the paper so that's where the movement in it comes from like wanting to be near the paper so that's yeah a sort of traces of my body so it was a sort of ritual of of bodily 
reclamation. That's, yeah, that's what happened in the making of it. So in the, in the, in the, um, the drawing part, mm. is there like boundary set in there too, or like boundary drawing? Because you're drawing around, I guess, I, I don't know. It's not clear what you're drawing, but you, you explained now what you were doing. Were you like tracing around your body? Yeah, just rough traces, it's, but more out of a sense of like wanting to feel myself touching my body to make the trace. So not 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 to trace the shape in order to make the shape of the body, but that the tracing is like caressing of the body. Nice. So there was yeah yeah so a sense of like what what happens if I if I caress all of my body and use the the uh, the marks as as a sort of testimony of that. Well, it's like a boundary definition, right? It's like a yeah. map of your body, basically. But in motion as well, so yeah. it's not yeah, it's not sort of like a lie down, trace all around it once. That was the other. Now this reminds me of another piece that I looked at that was on exhibition in the Stedelijk Museum, um, from their archive of a woman um, stood naked in front of a camera, and she has a mirror and she views every single part of her body through a hand mirror like a conscious it's an exercise of um, of self-awareness like a body awareness body awareness. yeah and and relationship with it um yeah so I think that's it felt very tender and that was the same then when I finished doing the drawing and thought about the movement and making the video that I wanted to be really sort of tight and intimate with the paper and all the marks that's what that's what I like that's what I like about it watching watching it back it's a very um tender feeling that I get from watching her her you know watching that the movement in it especially because of the awkwardness and the sort of like trying to touch and not necessarily um yeah not making a dance move but yeah and whatever that idea of dance is that I'm carrying around so yeah <laughs> many people are carrying around I, I understand what you say that when you look at this video you you feel some nostalgia for for that that um that movement because it is very exquisite and fairly liberated movement um which you didn't have somehow before going to Katie Duck and even though you mm -hmm. went to her training um, and you encountered some institutionalization there and people um, looking at her as some like goddess and, and still protect yourself and get what, what is most valuable for you and come mm. and do this. Uh, and uh, it's credits to you, but also to her for not destroying that in you and for you to not allow that destruction to happen. And then you make... Because a lot of people will just go there and start start copying because they see all these like super established dancers with crazy bodies doing crazy shit. And I, mm. I do, sometimes I see movements. I'm like, wow, I never imagined this movement. I never had an idea for this movement. I want to do it just to see how it feels. It's a very intimate moment too, and it's almost mm. like in the secrecy of your intimate life. 
Because like even like the way the camera is put, it's almost like somebody's spying on you or something. Like you mm. know, it's there. We're looking at it, but it's clearly not positioned in a space in in a way that shows everything. You just happen to come across it, and most of the time, we see what usually is irrelevant body parts or, or whatever. And, and and there's something also about that. There's some like um, I don't know, almost like uh, in my mind, shyness, something fragile, but also confidence to share that. Um, yeah, it, I, I really I really like that. That's the other um, kind of curious and interesting thing about like making work and putting it online oh. is that. Yeah, you destroy a certain self-consciousness that you might have in a different situation. You take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, that's not true because, you you know, you watch that video. I watch my own body moving like that. I watch how, like, intimate I am with myself in the, in the performance. Mm-hmm. And then you think, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, let somebody else see that. Um, I'm interested in that. And it was, like, the... Because the other thing that happened after the theatre course and before the dance, when you first were visiting last year, so I did that performance in at the end of the theatre class, mm-hmm. and that was this weird experience of um, performing in a formal theatre space, like where there's a formal audience and I'm a formal performer, and it feeling not like a performance. So somehow I'd I'd made that. I felt the relationship between me and the audience was different to something that I'd experienced before. It wasn't there wasn't such a divide, and my idea of I'm performing, what 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 do I do, had had gone. That I was in it differently. So that that had been an important part of whatever this learning was about how to how to be like that. When I was making it, I wanted to contain like make make the canvas the the like make the paper the 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 edge of it yeah to give it that sort of constrained feeling and make it kind of feel close close to the person in it um the singing the song yeah why this particular song i don't know much about this song i know the song but i don't know much about no the song is uh, American Pie by Don McLean, which functions as a sort of folk song in in my culture. So it's a song that you could start singing and lots of people might know the words to. Mm-hmm. Um, in my family, everybody knows all the words. So it's a song like that I'd sing at karaoke or if you're dancing with friends, you'd all sing along. Or So it's a very... Um, for me, it's quite that because I I don't have a relationship to all those memories where it's a sort of straightforward like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a difficulty in my nostalgia for the song um, because I don't have a sort of straightforward relationship with the Id- identification with those people. Um, how do I say that? So it's like a kind of somebody who used to be like a really strict, um, I grew up like in a very strict religion and then I left the religion and I was sort of reminiscing about a hymn. 
or religious song. Mm-hmm. So so it it carries a lot of meaning, but it also carries uh, the history of not belonging. And then the the lyrics are actually about kind of like a pop culture history thing about um, some famous pop star in the US, I think. So it's like a a lament for, it's also a nostalgic song. (laughs) So so there's all these like metaphors in it about um, the jester dance for the king and queen in a coat he'd borrowed from James Dean. I don't know exactly who it's all about, but it carries a sense of being about things from the past, from the culture that I come from. But yeah, in in the work, I'm singing it as a almost like a lament. I think lamenting some kind of loss or something. I think. I don't know. Why do you think your family knew it all by heart? I, I yeah, I don't know. So it's like it's like songs that our parents know the words to and we do. So there's a part of my family where a bunch of people have know how to play guitars and stuff. So if you're in their house after dinner and stuff, people will play guitars and sing. Yeah. But it's as, as you were t- talking about the 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 song um the uh American Pie. I I googled the lyrics because I'd never googled them. I, I so I I didn't know about the Don McLean, but uh, I know about the Madonna that, that, right, yeah. that reached us. Um, uh, and um, you know, I mean, she's like sitting in that crazy car and being her Madonna self. That <laughs> it always looked so um, pop um, like music that I. I never paid attention to the lyrics, actually. And mm. I, I, I'm reading the original, the actual text. And I'm like, oh wow, it's it's loaded. Like, uh, did you it's write a, the Book of Love? Exactly, and, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. If the Bible tells you so, do you believe in rock and, and roll? Rock and roll. Well, music <laughs> save your moral soul. Moral soul. And can you teach me how to dance real slow? Real slow. So there's a lot of like lyrics where you can kind of emote, but uh, but it's not a song that I would put on. Like I don't enjoy, you know, like I I don't listen to it. It's not it's not a song that I like. It's just this kind of relic. So how does it feel to share such an intimate moment with the outer world? How does it feel to unravel your secret life? <laughs> Uh, for me, uh, revealing stuff is uh, resistance against um, silencing. So I, I find it quite cathartic and useful. It it feels relieving. Yeah, it feels yeah, relieving. Yeah, like it's really, it's really um, a little window on the exquisiteness of defying silence, but in a non-aggressive manner, in such a, um, I think, graceful manner, graceful way. Mm. That's what struck me watching it today. I was like, shit, I want to get back to this. 
because I think what came after that is is waves of um, it, it, sort of all of the indignation and the other trouble of resistance. Mm. Um, and I think that the work that I like that the I, I don't know if we talk about it later, but the um, my heart is broken, my heart is open. Like mm. I, it's the tenderness that I I find that like combination of it it yeah it's tender but it's not soft you know there's still some substance to it it's not uh yeah so uh yeah I think that's so looking back on it 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 yeah I hope I come back around to these kind of yeah I mean I, I watched it um some time ago like maybe maybe two weeks ago Mm. And so today I, I I didn't watch it because I have a very distinct um, memory of how it makes me feel, mm. and so it's just um, it makes it yeah it's very soothing, and mm. I think that are soothing are, are only soothing because uh, or like pieces or or artwork that's soothing, it's only soothing because. That's where the the performer, the artist is when they made that. And there is like, yeah, a um, like a catching of a moment of uh, of freedom without, um, but a peaceful reclamation. As you know, like I wanna, I wanna I call. I wanna, I, the thing that comes to mind is this term we've been discussing about Taiwan of. Natural independence. It, it, yeah, your body is naturally dependent, independent in this. Like it's, it's um, reclamation almost has too much resistance in it. Like, like a, if, mm. a word, the word, because no force, no power is used in this, in this making. It's like this moment where you don't doubt this is your body. You don't doubt you want to discover where it is, where it is with space, and you don't doubt what you're doing. And um, But you also, there is no abuse of power in it. There's no, um, mm. it just is. There is no, um, like, uh, celebrating or, uh, or like, a victory sentiment in it. There's none of that. It's just no, there's no relationship to the abuser exactly whoever is really it's being reclaimed it's not being yeah yeah it's very yeah so it's, it's very peaceful and I, I think that's probably the state you were in when when you did that while mm-hmm. not being um naive about what you're dealing with but um somebody yourself allowed yourself to Reclaim that body in a, in a very uh, non-forceful way. It's 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 mm. a very pacifist video. Yeah, that that's mm. how I feel when I watch it. Yeah, that describes the same spirit that I yeah had thought about. Because yeah, I guess there's there's all yeah there's different forces at different times, but that's that, yeah yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, when I think of this versus mother hero desire. Yeah, exactly. Opposite of both of the spectrum. And and, 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 and I think both are probably necessary. Mm, and related. Yeah. Maybe and both are, are transient states. 
um, and, and actually it'd be interesting to think of how does the same body go from the joy of existing and dancing to the imagination of the words. Like, you know, like it's the same body, it's you. Um, when I think of these two juxtaposed, um, it's, it's the same woman. And that, you know, the, the final part of Mother Hero Desire is, is that same body in a state of uh, liberation. So the first two images are in a state of it trying to destroy itself. But it is, in a sense, a it's you could read it if you have the chronology also that it's a kind of request to return to the reclamation body. Yes, exactly. But it's this, looking to return there. Yeah, it's looking to, to return there. But like for me, the image of the desire still has um, some like uh, victory, forceful things. That's true. Yeah, it's that, still in relation to the other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's not. This one, on its own, it's doing this. It's um, it, it's just, uh, I actually never thought of them together. It speaks of all the train stations, train stops we have to stop at. Well, <laughs> this life, right? Like, it's the same body on the same fucking train, but some train stations are more, um, I just came from a very long train ride, so. <laughs> when you saw it again, you didn't remember that all of this was in there, or did you? No, I didn't. And I was a bit like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, it was less, yeah, it's more removed. So this brought me back there. Mm. You didn't send it to Katie Doug. Yeah, that's true, I didn't, no. No. It's another one that feels like a good time for it, you know, like now is a good time for it. But I'm still I'm just still in this moment of going. People are sitting around thinking and talking about dying. I don't it doesn't seem like a good time to be in touch with people. But I don't know if that's. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, that's a different thing. I, I want to um, ask about. Um, how is my social position making that vi that video possible? Because it's because it's private space. It isn't public space. So it's not it's not about my body and how it's received in the world. How how does this work? Like if it was your body in that movement in that image, how it would differ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking about the ways in which. We're never removed from how our body is seen. So how, like, the neutrality that the white woman is granted is not granted to you. Yeah, but, I mean, for me, it's very hard to imagine that, that, that I would have done this because I just, I, I guess it's why we're, <laughs> it's why I work <laughs> not with we're not making each other's art. Sorry, what did you say? That's why we're not making each other's art. Yeah, 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 exactly. Duh. It was, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, it's, um, it's very hard for me to, to think of, unless you tell me, because, like, you know, I remember when I was, when I was, when I was younger, I had this thought, and I, I, 
now from the top of my 40 years uh, of existence, I think uh, with amazement uh, how I had that thought before and in very clear ways. I wanted just one day to walk around the world in, in, um, in a guy's body. Mm. And I, I mean, it was, I was in Morocco as a teenager. Um, and I, I, I was aware of a lot of the oppression, but I, I don't think not nearly as much as, as I know today. But that was a desire, so just to experience the world through them. And I had this thought all, often, I wanted to be in other people's bodies too. <laughs> and not because I thought it, would, it was a bit better experience or whatever, but just to, like, what would that be like? And um, so I really don't know how you experience the world other than what you tell me. So first, there is what I would I would almost like. I know it isn't nudity, but I would um, think of it as nudity for myself. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know technically it isn't. Um, in my mind, if I were to make a video um, like this, some work like this, I I would probably wear more. Mm. That's number one. So, and I know your work has nudity to it. Um, you know, maybe for you the barrier to break is is nudity. For me, the barrier to break is just to be um, uh, dancing. Like you know, like my barrier is so much lower. Uh, so, uh, uh, for you, it's to be dancing without having to look graceful. Yeah, I think the drawing and stuff would would have come up. Um, I would obviously probably not have used the same song. Um, I don't know mm. if this answers your question, but I've probably used songs that actually uh, play somehow the same role as this song plays for you. The, the, the singing tradition is also very different. Like, um, I think you're using the song to, and the lyrics in the song to, to, Okay, the way I understand it is that the song itself is embodied, the song that is something that your family all, that unifies your family, that, that was expressed during moments of, uh, of, of, of union within your family mm. as a form of union, as a form of expressing your union. It was a song that embodied everything you are trying to and do in yourself. Um, that they chose that song consciously or unconsciously, we don't know. But is, is this right? Is is? I think it's a no. It's a good description about how it's to do with union. I'm lamenting that I can't access that union. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a lament song. It's a lament song. It's 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 a lament song for you having always felt like kind of dissociated from them, but also you want to dissociate yourself yeah. from this song yeah. as well um, and because it, uh, it has certain things that you don't agree with. Is that, is that right? No, that's, yeah, that's where it's coming because I'm sort of singing it to myself in a sort of uh, reassuring. It feels like maybe like uh, you're singing a lullaby to yourself for the last time to commemorate a lullaby that was sung to you but by somebody who you who you're not you know 
that you can't connect to in the way that you want to. Yeah, got it. So, yeah. so there's a sort of homage, mm-hmm. which, which, yeah, which is how I carry those relationships. That they're, you know, I don't, um, I carry some nostalgia and some warmth for these things, but, 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 but not in a way where I'm, where they still give me union. Yeah, they don't continue to to do that. No, it's it's interesting to to think about the ways in which you would play it, the way that I play it, and one of the things that yeah, when I when I dress that way, I'm dressing against the kind of I'm not dressing I'm I'm dressing conscious of the requirements that are made of my body. Um, so the requirements are different, you know, different bodies, different requirements. So I'm dressing with the requirement that my body is um, presented, dressed for a male gaze for for a certain form of of prettiness or my body hair, my, I have like um, breastfed, deflated breasts and part of that film shows them in movement, which is important to me. It's important that they're seen there, like not not the shape and the uh, they're not moving. They don't have the shape that they're they're supposed to. So this is this is where the body is um, breaking things for me. Because um, weirdly, the nudity doesn't uh, doesn't feel like a taboo. Yeah, the the hair on my legs feels like a taboo. Mm. Yeah, so it it's to do with with these these things. Yeah, it's funny because for me the the hair on my legs probably is less taboo. The nudity, um, it it it's uh, just on, I guess online um, is is. I think I wouldn't have a problem performing naked and. Um, and things like that, but um, yeah, performing live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So transgressions that they're always related to where where you start. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that that seems like obvious now that I think about it. But yeah, I, I that that sticks with me that the what the individual has to tra- transgress is completely. And only connected to their position and their their context, and how that built a bunch of uh, um, rules. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had um, I had the the really equivalent of Katie Duck, Vancouver-based um, Helen Walkley, and they danced together in Amsterdam in in in, in the nineties, and they trained together in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, when Helen Wagley knew that Katie Duck was in town, she came and she witnessed one of her one of her workshops, and uh, and they went together because yeah, they, they know each other for, for a very long time, and they they went together to uh, a playground, and uh, Katie was mm-hmm. telling the next day how they sat there and just watched uh, kids move because that's mm-hmm. just what they do and study, and uh, I did movement patterning with with Helen Wagley. Um which is also developmental. I mean, they're, they're teaching the same shit. It's just that 
Um, um, but Helen Walkley wrote to me, I'm really enjoying your uh, your website right now. And mm. Helen Walkley is a bit of a, also a, a bit of a, <laughs> um, a tough teacher also on, on the dance floor. So like, I mean, Katie Duck screams, but Helen Walkley is, is also quite, quite hard. And uh, to have her write to me and say that she's enjoying my, uh, reading my 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 um, whatever website, I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, oh, you know, I'm reading this this thing right now. And um, I, what I'm trying to say is that even teachers, when they are teaching you to transgress these these rules, they don't know how you will transgress them and right. what that yeah. means to you. And yeah. if they're good teachers they will let you figure out your own rules that have been imposed on you and and let you transgress them the way you find it most useful to you. That's And I think despite how sometimes she can be annoying and whatnot, I also saw that she was a very sweet woman and, and really she cared. She cared about the people that showed up. And, and that could be seen later in, in your work. Um, Again, reclamation projects, and um, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm deeply indebted to definitely to her and and Helen Walkley also. No, it's funny because my stretch teacher Lilith is in the same age group, so there's sort of like a cohort. Yeah. And there, yeah, there's always these places where I feel like and the transgressions that they talk of to make their stories sometimes surprise you, like they're suddenly narrower in a place that you thought they wouldn't be mm. so this is part of, part of uh, getting to know how this works yeah um but I remember I at the end of the workshop I said to her okay right um yeah thank you thanks for I was thanking her and I um asked her what what happens next what what she would say to me to do next and uh, she was talking about um, the, the, the thing that stuck with She said, you can't trust anybody, another body, until you trust your own body. So you need to do, she said, Alexandra technique, because that's like a kind of thing for working on your own body. But that, um, that, that made sense. There's something strange about those environments because of exactly what, you, what you've said about how there's a cult of, of the response of the people around them that is the opposite to people learning how to trust themselves because they hand over a certain thing to the teacher. But I think besides what the teacher does to perform being a teacher in the class, there's another level where they understand that some people will have to go through the process of having a guru in order to get to where they need to go, right? Not at all. But some, some yeah. will, some not will. all. No. But, you know, I mean, dance training is, is one of the most fucking... Talk about a very institutionalized place, even when they try to, like, break it. It's mm. So um, it's hard to break through it because the, there's a lot at stake. I mean, this is the the sweetness of you showing up or me showing up to Katie Duck's is that a it's cool we're allowed we wouldn't be allowed in any other classes like 
I, yeah, I went one, I auditioned for like a modern contemporary dance group to just join them and train for one year to do a performance. Um, what two years ago? And she stopped me like fuck, and I was like, you know what? She's like, so what is your training and blah blah blah? Have you done any ballet? I said, I said, dude, you know, I come from Morocco, man. Like ballet was for I don't know, the kids of ministers, but yeah. not me, like. No, um, and 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 I could not. I couldn't. She, it's like honestly, it's like um, a, a sweatshop for bodies. It was just like she made us. So what she did was like, I'm gonna make a mini choreography for two hours, and um, uh, and everybody wanted to be part of her of her projects. And within two hours, I would see who's capable of following through or not. And it felt like. Uh, Slaving of, of of people in dance, really. Just mm. like, okay, now you do this, now you do that, now you do this, now you do that. I was like, no, I mean, I'm not. I can't be bothered, like looking exactly like everybody else in this room. So, and that was like contemporary dance. And then when um, somebody that had took me there uh, asked me, so will I come back for the like oral interview? I said, no, I'm. This shit isn't isn't for me like I'm a I'm a contact dancer <laughs> I sit here and look pretty with other women on on the floor where another woman is shouting at us <laughs> no I will not last so so yeah that we're allowed in that space um I find also that often the dancers they're not that go to these workshops I, I don't feel too um uh, snobbed by them, like they no. and and at least in contact, they they love new folks with new bodies because it means that you're moving in a different way that hasn't been institutionalized um, yet. Because we all copy at some point, and and um, and you have to be very careful with that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Wow, that was a a long one. No, but it was interesting because I hadn't. I just hadn't thought about it about dance, so that was funny too. You never also, oh, yeah. sure. So what did you what did you think it was? Well, I don't know. I knew it was movement. I knew it was a performance. Yeah. No, so it was a good uh, word to put with it and see what what happens around that. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, I mean, I see like sometimes people introducing themselves as uh, I'm a mover as opposed to I'm a dancer. I feel like it's a political statement, at least in BC. People, I don't know if you ever came across this term, but they won't say I'm a dancer. They say I'm a mover. Um, I like to force the broadening of that <laughs> because maybe more of a personal attachment to being a dancer than just a mover. Maybe because of like, yeah, an old wish I had of, of, of wanting to be a dancer and that never came about or I'll just be this kind of dancer. <laughs> <laughs> you dance the whole time I know you. Yeah, I dance a lot. I dance a lot. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh. <sighs> Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the series or follow us on the usual places. We are Art Countability. Share us and give us some money thanks on Patreon 
we pass on 50% to our community. Find more details in the notes.